Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's video, I'm giving you five sales questions that work based on my five years of sales experience and the psychology behind why asking each question will help you sell more. Question number one. So how does this fit on your current list of priorities? I was on a meeting today with three prospects and they're all, they all work at the same account, different levels in the business, probably have different goals. And I got the sense that when I was pushing them to get work done on my behalf, that there was some hesitation. So I said, so how does this fit on your current list of priorities? And the reason why it's important to ask this is because you can start to get a sense of, okay, what is the timeline we're working towards and how urgent can I push them to make things happen. My general frame when selling, put yourself in the shoes of the prospect. Prospects don't wanna take risks. Prospects wanna do as little work as possible, spend as little time as possible with you unless they see massive upside or unless they believe working with you will help them get promoted or help them look really good. Prospects wanna avoid getting fired. Prospects don't wanna sign on the dotted line and spend $100,000 with you if there's even a 1% chance your project isn't gonna work or it isn't gonna make them look good. So I always ask the question, so where do we fit on your list of priorities? If we're at the top, okay, let's get a mutually agreed upon action plan to make this happen. If we're a bit lower down, okay, tell me why and let's reset expectations going forward. Question number two is designed to help you understand the negative consequences in the pain. So how, how does this matter to the business if we're unable to solve X, Y, Z? Why now? When you ask your prospect this question, you could get a lot of different answers, but if you're speaking with a VP of C-level and they say, well, if we're unable to solve our website click-through rate, then our sales are gonna drastically decrease. Okay, so tell me about why that matters. Well, then we're gonna lose market share to our competitor. Okay, so how does that, why does that matter for you? Okay, well, in that case, I'm not gonna get my bonus. Okay, so now we've found the actual incentive in what the prospects cares about. So when you think about the psychology, putting yourself in their mind, they have their own motivations. Their motivations then align with a department, a team goal, and then those goals align with an overall organizational goal. So the better you can understand how the prospect is thinking in terms of, okay, is this a, is this a company-wide business initiative? In which case the negative consequences pain is gonna be very costly and you can justify a higher solution. Maybe you're speaking with a low-level manager or director and they're thinking in terms of, well, we use a manual spreadsheet today 
and we sure would love to have that new AI feature everyone's talking about. At this point, you're now thinking, okay, well, this is a feature-based conversation. This prospect is low level. There's not an actual business case here. There's not actual negative consequences. The spreadsheet's working just fine today. It doesn't actually prevent the business from being successful. So very important to quantify the pain and start to understand that because that plays into question number three, which is understanding the actual decision process. So when you get the sense that you have the chance to work with someone, you gotta ask them, in order for me to earn your partnership, what are the next steps? What do we gotta do? What, is, what does it take for us to earn your business? And, and you don't wanna just have them outline everything and, and, and go into it naive, but you do need to be mindful that in order for you to earn their business, can they make the decision? Do they have budget? Have they done something like this before? Is there something even in place? Have they ever thought about this as an organization? Okay, they, your prospect that you're speaking with, who do they report to? Is that person the economic decision maker? Is that the person that will approve the project? Is that the person that will eventually sign the contract for you to earn their business? In order for you to get a contract signed, is there a procurement process? So do you not wanna give them a quote right now in the hopes that maybe you'll have to negotiate in the future with procurement? Okay, once you get approval from procurement, what does the legal process look like? Do you need to do an IT systems review? There's so many steps required to win B2B deals, especially as you increase your, your sales size like I have over my sales career. Really important to understand step-by-step step, in order for us to earn your business, what needs to happen? How long does that take? What can I do now to put you in the best position possible? Question number four will show that you're listening and I think that this is the next skill set that most sales reps need to build upon and, and it's second and third layer questions. So if you ask a prospect, okay, so tell me about what you have in place today. Is that working? What's not working? How would you like to see it work? And then whenever they say, well, we have it set up like this, da 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 da, you say, hey, you mentioned XYZ, tell me more about that. Hey, tell me more about da 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 da. So after they say something, you ask a second layer question, hey, tell me more about that. And then when they respond to that, say, okay, why is that important? What do you mean by that? Help me understand da 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 da. When you start to ask second and third layer questions, even if it seems repetitive, it shows that you're listening, but you're also able to get so far below the surface that you now uncover these unique insights that will inevitably help you to build value and increase your sales size, hopefully increase your win rate as well, and psychologically to understand what is even being talked about. Because so many times us as sales reps, we make assumptions as to believing we understand what is being talked about, but <laughs> I've been in sales cycles where we're talking about something I really have no clue what they're talking about. So I need to say, okay, let, let's take a step back. You mentioned da 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 Can you tell me more about what you mean by that? Don't be afraid to ask the seemingly obvious or stupid questions because it, it helps make sure everyone's actually talking about the same thing and moving towards a common goal. Question number five is especially important as you get to the end of your sales cycle and you're looking to win the deal. You say, hey, in order for me to best support you and us to make this happen, assuming that they actually want to make this happen, would you be opposed to setting up a, a weekly recurring meeting so that I can bring all of my resources to the table to help us get this done and you set up for success. A bit of a long-winded question so you can frame it differently, but the entire point of this question is to get a scheduled next event, 
a recurring meeting. So many times when deals are lost, it's because of lost communication. Maybe the prospect loses confidence. Maybe they don't actually quite understand what's going on or they don't know how to get it done. You need to be there to help guide them. And it's not being pushy because if you've agreed upon a solution that will help them be more successful and their business be more successful, and if they don't get it in place, the negative consequences and the pain, you understand that, then it's of the utmost importance and urgency for you to be there to support them each step of the way. So if you don't have that recurring meeting, all of a sudden you're gonna stumble upon into your deal review, you've put this deal in probable, and your manager's asking you for an update and you say, yeah, well, we haven't spoken in two weeks. It's, it's a done deal. They're gonna speak with their boss and all of a sudden you start to lose communication and whenever that's a major red flag whenever the deal goes dark like that. So it's so important to have that recurring meeting. And I wanna finish on the idea of red flags and concerns. It's uncomfortable with sales reps to address the elephant in the room. So whenever you hear something that's concerning, so for example, on the very first meeting when they say, yeah, well, we just signed a new contract. You say, oh, okay, well, I know we're, we're talking about this, how is that working today? Can you tell me about how long that contract is? Maybe you've just stumbled upon an initial meeting in which the customer has already agreed upon a contract with your competitor, but they're taking the meeting with you just to understand what's out there in the market. So five years from now, when they're up for renewal, they can think about changing or they wanna optimize their process right now. So be very clear and intentional when you hear a concern when you hear a potential roadblock impediment, it's best to call it out right now rather than waiting till long, longer down the road because it's, you're just gonna waste time in between now and then. So always call it out. In today's video, we talked about the five sales questions that absolutely work, the psychology behind them. If you found value in today's video, hit the thumbs up button now so that more sellers have access to this information and subscribe to my channel now for more sales videos just like this one.